Justin, how you doing, man? You haven't said a word. I don't think Justin's going to say a word. I don't know. Maybe why. <laughs> wow. We're going to kick him off, man. I was going to say I was good, but then it's, you just kicked Unmute. Me off. Unmute. So that can get edited out. There was enough of a pause. You're listening to That Church Podcast with Justin Dean and Van Baird. We help digital communicators tell the best story the church has to tell. Learn more about our conference, regional workshops, and online training and resources at thatcc.com. Well, welcome in to That Church Podcast, everyone, where we help digital communicators tell the best story the church has to tell. My name is Van Baird, your co-host today, along with my co-founder, Justin Dean. And today's episode is our delight to introduce you to Steve Fogg. We feel like everyone knows Steve already. But if you don't, Steve launched a church online in Australia that grew to mega church size. Not the physical church building and the attendees there, but the church online to a mega church size. And he did that in a country that you just wouldn't think would happen. Um, and him recounting how that happened will be such an encouragement to all of us in the trenches that are trying to grow your online presence. So stick around for that. Before we jump into that conversation, though, just want to remind everybody, we've got another intensive workshop coming up. Uh, be sure and check that out in Chicago, April 25th. You can go to thatcc.com for all that information. Uh, but we're going to be at Soul City Church with a room full of church communications folks, and they do what you do on a daily basis. They're in the trenches, um, and so we're bringing them um, and getting them in front of you to help teach you. Um, And that's what we do. We help digital communicators tell the best story the church has to tell. So it's a one-day intensive workshop, great speaker lineup in Chicago. Mark McDonald, he's a church brand strategist uh, with a company called Be Known for Something. Lauren McAllister, um, coming off her own conference down at First Baptist in Jacksonville, but she's the social media manager there. Ben Stapley, Liquid Church. He's the creative arts pastor. And then Danny De Los Reyes. He is the media pastor for North Place Church. So they're going to spend some time um, pouring in to the people in the room. And if you can't make it to Chicago, that's okay. We happen to live stream all of our uh, workshops and our Atlanta conference. And so that entire day we'll be broadcasting on our live stream at thatcc.com. That's brought to you by our friends at Tithely. They're those innovators in church giving you've heard about. Be sure and check them out at their website, get.tithe.ly, which is cute. It looks like Get Tithely. The cost for the live stream is $149. You and your entire team can watch and soak in what our speakers will be delivering in the room. What's what's coming up beyond that? Well, if you can't get to Chicago physically, um, maybe you can make it to Nashville. We'll be there July 14th um, at Cross Point Church. And then our two-day extravaganza in Atlanta will be September 26th and 27th. And all that information is online at thatcc.com. But hey, we want to take our workshops possibly to different cities next year. We are already looking at 2018 as an organization. So where should we go? What cities should we bring our one-day intensive workshops to? Tweet at us at thatchurchconf on Twitter, thatchurchconf, and we'll DM you a discount code to use uh, with 
the for the workshop uh, if you want to attend physically, or you can use that discount code for the live stream. So jump on Twitter and let us know what cities we should come to in 2018. Well, again, our guest today is Steve Fogg, and Steve has over 20 years of hard-earned experience in the creative industry as a designer, a creative director. Uh, he, he's designed uh, stuff for his own business as a business owner, and until recently, he led the communications team at Crossway Church in Melbourne, Australia. It's not Melbourne, unless you're from the United States. It's Melbourne, Australia. Um, and our time with Steve is so great. He covers the timeline of events that led to launching Crossway Church online. And for those that are hesitant uh, to get a new project started because another church inspired you, you, you heard what somebody was doing, they were doing it well, and you wanted to do it, man, is Steve going to hit you right in your pain points as far as kind of knocking out the legs from underneath you as far as reasons to not just just start something, just go and just do it. So sit up, don't relax, and learn from our conversation with Steve Fogg. Welcome back to That Church Conference, um, our podcast series, our video cast series, our interview series, where we talk to a lot of people that are doing what you're doing for the church, and they're doing it really well. And so this week is no different. We are joined by everybody's friend, Mr. Steve Fogg. Steve is a friend of ours. He's a friend of CMS Chat. You might be familiar with that on Thursday nights at nine. He's hosted that Twitter chat for a while. And he's just an all-around great guy, but just um, doesn't know where he is in the world. So we're going to help guide him today. Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Thanks, Van. And I'm very jet-lagged. So if I make <laughs> absolutely no sense for the next 20 or 30 minutes, I've got an excuse. You have a great excuse. You just moved yeah. from Australia back to England. So there's a 13-hour time difference. You're unpacking and... We're helping you stay awake, basically. Yeah, basically, uh, you and countless cups of tea, because I'm in England now. So when you're in England, for all the podcast listeners, you won't be able to see this, but if you're watching on video, you'll be able to see my little, what we call a little pinky. So yeah. my little pinky is helping me stay awake because you have to balance a cup of tea with a little pinky. But um, yeah, it's it's just absolutely, um, yeah, a little bit funky at the minute in terms of the, the jet lag. So you have these wonderful moments where you, you dip, and yeah. then you come back up again and, and yeah, or a cup of coffee and you, whoa, we're doing well. So it's been a really interesting uh, last 24 hours. So we, we flew for literally from door to door, it's 30 hours. Mm. It's Bless your heart. Wow. So be quite a recovery. And so thanks for, thanks for doing this. I mean, it, it's huge. And um, you, we would have completely understood if you wanted to, to pass, but and now that you're here, we'll keep you awake and we'll talk all things church communications and online church and stuff like that. So just for our listeners, Steve has been um, uh, in the church for a while. He's got over 20 years of hard-earned experience in the creative industry as a designer, creative director, design business owner, and just recently led the communications team at Crossway Church in Melbourne. Uh-huh. Steve, been hanging out with Offy Dave long enough to know it's not Melbourne, it's Melbourne. That's very good. I love it. Thank you. Um, and so launched their online church as well, correct? Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we're going to spend some time talking about that. Um, but uh, thanks again for being here. And we've got a couple of topics. But, yeah, we were talking before you got on the call, Steve. Justin's particularly excited just about your topics um, that we set up. So, Justin, you want to go over some of the things that we want to cover today? Yeah, I want to talk. Uh, Steve has successfully launched a 
church online in Australia, and uh, it's historically a place that doesn't do well as far as churches in general, but particularly church online. I mean, there's only one church I can think of that's really done well over in Australia. And uh, so I want to talk to him about just kind of practical steps he took to really build that audience because that grew on social media to a mega church size from from what I can tell. So definitely want to hear more about that, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's such a wide topic. Um, I, I, essentially, I mean, we can dive straight into that if you like now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Go for um, it. Man. So, essentially, um, I've led communications at Crossway for um, so ten years, and um, uh, and there's always an edge to, especially the social media side of what I do, which I I really loved, which was finding new audiences and uh, and that unique um, channel that social media is where. Um, if you create great content, you find new people or they find you. And, and this kind of is, just fascinated me, the potential of especially, you know, platforms like Facebook especially um, where you can you can find people no matter where they are. And, and I know we all know that kind of in theory, but I, I've always kind of thought about the fact that it's great creating content and all church communicators create content that maybe support the weekend and kind of try to tell a story. But what would happen if we took that a few steps further? And um, so and one day I was particularly provoked by my mother-in-law who was staying with us at the time, going through some health issues, and she was watching our church uh, service on, on our app, and it was just a, just the sermon. And um, And I looked at her on the bed and just went, I'd love to be able to offer you more than just a one dimensional experience where you didn't connect with anybody. You know, it was just a recording that you got maybe a few days later. And there's got to be thousands of people just like you who can't get to church, who are, who are bed bound. And so I kind of went, ah, church online. I know there's a church in the States doing that called life.church. And, uh, I need to go talk to my senior pastor. So I went to my senior pastor. I went, I would love for us to think about doing this and expecting, expecting as like all churches do. Can you please um, tell me more about that? And, but fantastic leader that I have, he said, yeah, let's do it. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is what, 2006? <laughs> no, this is literally two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That was, I mean, we were, you would have thought when you started 10 years ago, this would have been something. So for just two years ago, I just want to give all our listeners some perspective because you're going to get to a number in a second and you would think you had needed 10 years to get to your number. So sorry, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was literally, okay. He said, write me a report for the board. Uh, this was in a February. We had a, a May board meeting where I presented, uh, we attended life.church's church online service. Um, and by the providence of God, uh, it's just literally started as we started the presentation. So they, they kind of got the feel. Then we talked to, uh, we chatted with one of their hosts and they prayed for us as a church. And that's where all the pennies dropped for this room of wow. people that you could actually have this interactive experience as a church. Wow. Uh, it wasn't one dimensional. And as this lady typed and she said, I'd love to be able to pray for your church and what you're exploring. Can I pray for you now? And of course we said, yes. And, and that kind of just all the light bulbs came on and 
from there, for, for me, the challenge was really, okay, I'm a church communications person. What do I do next? Yeah. Because I'm all about out there. I want to reach the audiences. But actually, it's so much more than just putting out a Facebook ad or a Google ad or anything like that. You've actually, um, <clears throat> if I look back on it and go, wow, I've got to build a volunteer team. Um, and not just a small volunteer team, you know, this is, it's got to be something that's scalable very, very quickly. Uh, we've got to create content and not just content from a Sunday service because in Australia, churches run on what we call a smell of an oily rag. I don't know if that's, um, something you're familiar with, but, but like, fumes, not, like running on fumes. Not, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot okay. of money. Okay. Um, so, you know, we've got to, we're not set up for studio recording. Um, and it's kind of that post-production world of um, that you'd expect. So uh, And so what I did was kind of I'm looking at kind of vague concepts and trying to pull them all together. Uh, and I reached out to some wonderful people, Neil Smith. Um, Great guy. Jay Crander at Saddleback. Better guy. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and just going, <laughs> hey, guys, I see that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll let that pause because the listeners can tweet that out if you like to listen. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. At A Y K R A N D A. And uh, I also reached out to Alan George at Life.Church. And um, so I, I'm just, I'm grilling these guys going, you know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm basically going, okay, I need to know what works and also what didn't work. Yeah, uh, and what have you learned along the way? Um, and so- I think that I'll, I'll just stop you for a second. If I could just, I think that right there, uh, many churches don't even get that far. Like, hey, we we want to do what another church is doing because we think it's a great idea and it'll grow our church. And then they freak out and go, "How do we do this on our own?" And all it takes is tweeting at that person or joining their service online and chatting with them or emailing them, like reach out to those churches. I love how they were willing to just jump on and help you. Like, that's great. Yeah. That, that, it, and it wasn't just a conversation. I mean, they shared all their resources, their support materials. Um, they were just so generous. Yeah. Um, so cool. Love with it. Their time and the emails and with their teams, it wasn't just, you know, half an hour and, Here's some stuff, and it was just the, the really um, the whole experience for someone attending an online service. I, I just wanted to go through that whole pathway right. to find out because, again, once we launched, I just didn't want someone to be able to attend. And while we love stats, I actually wanted to actually be able to follow people up and meet people, and if I could, and or Skype with people. And so, so, and again, it's the opportunity for community, physical community as well, not just the digital community part. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't cracked that yet. That's probably geographically has been the the biggest challenge for us. Um, But I think that's purely down to the fact that we're very early on in the piece. Okay. Uh, And um, I I just know that we have lots of disparate people uh, in lots of different places and the toughest part to, for us uh, in our journey has been to really um, get that sense of community um, offline um, or in online groups. And um, uh, so uh, while we have online groups, I I think we can do better. And as I've seen what other online churches have been doing and they're trying different things, I know I think they're facing the same 
challenges that we face because uh, it's great to attend something, but then that follow up is is actually the most time consuming part right. of my role now. But I love it because you're, you're trying to reach people in India or Pakistan or the Philippines, and you're just trying to have a chat with them, trying to set up a time and the time zone thing and all that all, all that sort of stuff. Right. So, so so that's the, and my pastor my pastor side of me. I love that. I, yes. I, I really, really, you know, just meeting someone that's in Pakistan and, you know, I had one conversation with a young man and he's just in this, like, this mud brick building. Like, it's so, so basic, mm. but he's got an internet connection. And yeah. we have to chat about the service that he attended. And that, that, uh, that kind of opened my eyes going, you know, wow, Pakistan regularly now for us is, you know, in our top ten, the same wow. Turkey, um, you know, uh, Philippines is number one, Brazil's wow. number two, uh, Algeria's in the top ten, Romania, um, Australia. Australia, yeah, Australia's in there. Okay, that's <laughs> not even number one. But you know, we're look, we're only twenty four million people, and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and and you know, so from that perspective, I'm not surprised by that. Wow, um, and um, but places like Philippines. Right, um, you know, hundred million people. Indonesia, they're, they're in top ten too. You know, over two hundred million people. Wow! And that, so it's no no surprise, yeah, uh, for me. Uh, but also in our timing as well, we launched during our day, which is Saturday night for uh, the US. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, so there's a lot of um, our, our, our biggest audience is on a Sunday night. So for us, it's you know Sunday morning. So what were some of the things that you, what was some of the advice that you got did well and that helped? And what was some of the stuff that you just had to learn and get better at? Cause y'all did have success really quickly. So what, what served you the best and what advice would you give to other churches that are want to kind of start quickly? Yeah, look, I, I, so uh, it was actually a piece of advice that Nils gave me. He said, what are you waiting for? Just start. Uh, that was the first bit of advice. And I, I kind of went, what, surely it's not that simple. He said, no, look, just, just get going. Yeah. Uh, you'll figure it out along the way. Don't try and overthink um, the idea. Just get out there and learn. So um, I, 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 that, that was a little bit easier said than done, but the actual the content piece was, is there. Right. So in terms of, hey, you, you, you've got a sermon every single Sunday. It's not hard to welcome people who are watching online. Right. It's not hard to think of an application in someone's life who might be in a different country. Um, so it's if, if you're an experienced communicator, so that that level of um, uh, interaction in terms of prepping your communicators as well is, is just, you know, a simple bit of advice. If you're preaching um, to a room, think about preaching to a country or someone in a different time zone. So uh, my advice would be to think bigger, and just the people in your room right. um, think think a lot larger. Uh, the second bit of advice I, I'd share is um, learn Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Facebook ads okay. have been hands down for us. The so biggest, how, how much do you guys or did you spend like per month on Facebook ads then? Well, well, we started out with about mm, for memory, uh, it's in the hundreds uh, okay. on a uh and we're not, just not a ton that was just no, when we started yeah 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 but now so we we've been um fortunate enough to receive a grant from a christian foundation wow. which have 
them as um, a boost, and I've okay. chosen to focus all of our money in that um, basically area. We could, we could have spent it in a, a, a couple of different places, but I thought, no, we're just going to really invest it where where we know we're going to have the greatest impact. Wow! Yeah, return makes so much sense. That's that yeah. that's, so, that right there, though. Yeah. You can you can scale that down to any size church that yeah. Facebook ads are the biggest bang for your dollar. Yeah. It's not even close. And if you're really serious about reaching people, the way that you can dial down your demographics, retarget, it's, I, I, I can't emphasize that enough. And that will definitely explain your growth if you actually have the ability to focus ad space to there as well. Yeah, look, we, we, um, we are definitely focused and, you know, we focus um, – you know, different Muslim groups around the world. And Facebook ads is brilliant for that. And, you know, we have... Regular- target them specifically. Very wow. specifically, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we have, so in, in the different time zones, kind of going across from um, from Indonesia all the way back through to Europe, um, pretty much we've got different ad sets um, targeting people there. So regularly every week we'll have 50 people from Iraq, Wow. And um, you know, or we have a hundred, oh, hundred people or so from Algeria, and that's a ninety-four percent Muslim country, right? Um, wow. And we have an online life group in in kind of those sorts of countries as well. So, um, you know, well, that's it's so cool. incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you if you can get your head out of the Christian space, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going with it. <laughs> in terms of who you're targeting, and you know, you can really dial down to some very specific groups. Yeah, and wow. and, and 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 you align that with a very specific message. Yeah, and we can, you know, you can go wide and you can say, well, it's the gospel or it's about Jesus. Well, you can do that, but you know, different groups, different ethnic groups as well. And different faith traditions have, respond differently in those apologetic sense. So yeah. you can actually go a lot further than what we've done and dial down to very specific groups. And that's a that's an incredible thing about Facebook is that yeah. you can do that and you can do it in time zones and you can align it with your service. And you know, we use Google Ads as well, and we have a Google Grant. And if you're listening and you don't know what a Google Grant is, you can get ten thousand US dollars a month for free. And, um, you know, and, and that we know that brings in some people, um, but it's not as effective as paid ads on Facebook. I'm sure it's a little bit different for paid Google ads as well. I know some churches who are doing that with their online services. Um, but well, just re- rewind even like five years and this wasn't uh, as easy of a feat. Like if you as a church said, hey, man, how do we reach a, a Muslim uh, audience in Algeria, that would have been impossible apart from raising millions of dollars, planting a physical church, sending some missionaries. Now you're talking about spending 50 bucks of Facebook ads, targeting them specifically and showing them a full sermon and church experience online. Like that is just mind boggling how inexpensive it is, how easy it is, how anyone can do it and reach anybody in the world. Like that is just so cool. I, I love everything about this. Yeah, look, I, I, I love I love seeing um, the little pins on the map. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and, and going behind that 
that pin is a person. Yeah. And, you know, no matter where they are, they are watching this. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that the message gets through to them. And I love it because at the top of the hour, so we, I have um, autoresponders set up um, in terms of, hey, you know, if you want more information, contact us. I love it. Kind of at the top of the hour, my, my phone buzzes because I know that's when people are responding. Yeah. And, and that gives me such a, um, a thrill to kind of go, I wonder what they're responding to. And yeah. so, so really um, the, the other bit of advice I'd say, if you're a church communications person, you don't have to just do church communications. Um, don't be confined by your job description because I think there's something that we have an innate ability to find people and reach people that your average pastor doesn't have. And you can just do that part of that component of church online. Mm-hmm. But you could you could also take it a lot further. And I know a lot of churches that are listening that might have a smaller staff or, or might be volunteers. Yeah. Uh, and you can actually take it quite a bit further. If someone had said to me, Steve, you're going to be a church planter and plant a, a campus um, three years ago, I would have gone, no, 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 no. It's not me. Right. Um, but it's just really interesting. I think it's, it's it's not as high a reach as people think it is, um, and so I just encourage everybody who's listening or watching that you can start a church online. Yeah, um, it's it's not as um, challenging as you think it will be. Uh, you have a sermon, you have worship, you have uh, there's some of the platforms are free, um, and. You know, you can. It doesn't have to be live, live. Uh, it, it can be what they call simulated live. Right. Um, and another bit of advice I give is just get going. See how it, see how it works. Uh, you never know. You know, there's that common saying about your church website is the front door. Right. It's porch to your church. Um, I, I think church online now and social media is really kind of becoming that um, for a lot of people. Um, I had one of our hosts, so we have online hosts at every service, someone that's going to do the same thing as what happened to us, going to pray for you, chat with you, find out more about you, if there's anything you want to chat about. Uh, and I actively encourage people when I'm actually presenting, I say, you know, click this button dive into the live wall. I'm very interactive, very specific on message to these guys. I've learned how to, how to be on camera over the last 12 months, had to self <laughs> myself, literally looking yeah. down a lifeless lens. And um, yeah, so, so from that perspective, it's kind of going, okay, host, um, you know, what can you bring to that moment? And um, just jumping back a bit with, with the t- ad targeting. I remember actually being in the UK at Easter, and um, speaking with a Muslim man from North, North Africa, and uh, he saw that I was hosting a service, even though I was actually also speaking online, so I'm not sure how he, how he took that, but, but he, he reached out to me and said, you know, I'm a Muslim man, but I put my trust in Christ today. And that was just like a fantastic experience. And then I got yeah. a, little, a little buzz in my pocket going, yep, that's him who I'm talking to now. And, and that is through one church communications person stepping out and being obedient and believing that this is what God have us do. Um, And, you know, it's, you don't have to be a pastor to start it. 
and um, just get going. Especially since we've already got the Sunday content there. I mean, it's just it's just putting it together. I think too. I want to ask you. Like I hear this, I hear the story of the the Muslim man coming coming to Christ and think, man, that's worth it. Even, even if this costs, you know, the church a uh, million dollars uh, a month. If if we have the money, then then that, then that's worth it. But I know people hear this, and know pastors hear this, and the the question comes up, man. Okay, it does cost money for us to do church online. Uh, it does cost money to spend Facebook ads, you know whether it's 50 bucks or a few thousand bucks. Um, So have you seen with, you know, you've got thousands of people watching your church online. They're from all over the world. Some of them are in third world countries, even Um, overall has that, have you seen an increase in giving from people outside of your church to make it worth it? Uh, Yes. Uh, It's very, very slow. Uh, Just the, the natures of the people that we're reaching. Right. Uh, I remember what, getting the income report from the first week and s- kind of a little cold sweat trickling down my face as I looked at the zero. Next <laughs> but I, I had a very supportive senior pastor. He said, look, don't worry about it. It takes ages. It's going to take years. And, you know, it, it's not why we're not doing it because of that. We believe God wants right. us to do it. And, right. you know, um, and, and, you know, we're, we're treating this as a campus. And we know with all of our campuses, those smaller campuses, we're, we're not going to we're not going to break even yeah. for at least the first three years, okay, uh, and and maybe beyond. And my my experience chatting with some of the other guys that have done this already is that the ratio of giving is is the gap is much greater oh, uh, because of who you're reaching. Right. You yeah. know, you're not you're not reaching. Or you are reaching. Even the Christians, some of them go to another church and may tithe regularly there. So for them to give above and beyond to the yeah. sermon they're watching online it is a big ask for people. Yeah, and, and honestly, if, if they're attending another church, God bless them. We're really oh, glad that you're yeah. here. Today. We don't want your money. Yeah. Uh, if you're sick or something like that and you can't attend your local church, that's great. You know, um, go attend your local church. Go give generously at your local church, and you know that that's that's great. But if you don't have a church, if for some reason you can't attend a local church, you know, um, you know, give, be yeah. part of, be part of the mission with us and join in. And um, every time now I travel through the Middle East, I look at people differently because um, one of our the interesting groups of people that I've discovered um, who attend church online are uh, workers from the Far East. So from the Philippines or from Pakistan or from Bangladesh or from India who live in the Middle East and some of them have a Christian heritage, but there's no churches or there are some, but geographically many, um, there are no churches in their immediate vicinity and they're in, you know, quite closed countries. And, and, uh, you know, I literally just went through um, Dubai a few days ago and a lot of the workers in the airport, for instance, they're not from Dubai, you know, and um, so it just causes me to kind of go, you could be someone attending church online. Yeah. And I don't know, but that's really, really cool. Yeah. It's an easier invite. It just totally. is. I mean, you can totally. literally watch on your phone, you know, whenever you decide to, you're not physically having to get up, get dressed. You, you know. don't have to worry about leaving your kids with a stranger, right. anything right. weird. I mean, that's, it's definitely, Definitely an easier invite for sure. Yeah, look, it is. Uh, and 
Um, so one of our hosts invited a friend of his to, uh, to, to Crossway and it was a Sikh gentleman. He wouldn't come to Crossway. He attended, uh, he invited him to an alpha course um, and, you know, it's a meal, it's a conversation. Uh, he wouldn't go to that. But then he s- said to his friend, hey, I host Church Online. Would you want to come to one of our services? And he said, sure. And, and he attended one of the services online. And there some, there's something in that um, trust that is built where you can watch something remotely and not feel like um, that you stand out. Right. And, uh, and that allowed him that um, anonymous kind of feeling that he could mm-hmm. be in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's something that um, having an online experience uh, is for a lot of people. It's a, a really, really good first step um, to kind of go, are these guys like just loopy? No. Oh, okay. You know, and, and then just yeah. take that conversation further. So, so the, the host fed it back to me and said, look, you know, so-and-so attended church online and he said he, he felt like he found God there. And, uh, and that was just wow. brilliant for, you know, and we don't know, you know, what that did for this guy. Right. Uh, you know, it's a part of his journey. And um, so I've got so many stories like that. You know, I had a guy call me the other day and said, you know, Steve, um, I'm profoundly disabled. Uh, I've got two children who are profoundly disabled and we attend church online. And um, thank you for doing it. Hmm. So, so you know, the, uh, all these p- audiences that I'm discovering, now we're not targeting people with a disability, Right. But that made me come back and go, do you know what? Actually, with Facebook ads, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I could actually go back and go, okay, well, what does that look like? What age group in what country? Right. Um, and so I'm, so that started me to think, okay, subtitles. Okay. Um, signing. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you start serving and loving these people where they're at? Yeah. Um, helping yeah. improve their yeah. experience. Um, so, so, you know, you, it's all that kind of stuff where I was just putting Facebook ads out there, but it's not enough just to put an ad out there. You've actually got to cr- create a message that's going to resonate with that audience. So for people with disability, they're going to have a different message to someone in the Middle East. Well, Steve, that's such an encouragement, and I hope that somebody listening to this takes your advice you said earlier and just starts to do this. Like maybe you just challenge somebody, um, whether it's you know sign language, whether it's you know targeting people that are handicapped, but maybe that's their heart and they didn't even know it. That they would just go and do and and use the the resources that we have in the digital age, and that's been such an encouragement. And we're so thankful you got to to come on and and talk us through that because I think that's easily going to inspire. Um, at least one, maybe hopefully others, but just to go and start this online church because it's, it's so, the impact is so great and you just don't know how you're going to be blessed and how you're going to bless others. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's, it's been a, it's been an amazing experience for me just as much as it, I hope it's been a blessing for other people, you know, and and that's, it's kind of that economy where I I don't feel like I I work Hmm. and, um, but I, I, I can just serve people and love people, and and I can st- still do church online here in England. Yep, so that's Great. you know I'm still doing I'm still our church online pastor. Yeah, in England, and I, I'm really excited about that because I can open up this time zone and be more intentional 
about oh, cool. this time zone for the yeah. time. Well, we're so happy for you. Uh, we'll continue to be praying for you in that transition to England. How can people find you and connect with you online? Yeah. Um, well, you can just search for me on Twitter at Steve Fogg. Uh, I've got a blog where I actually blog about communications and social media, uh, Um And I've just started um, a new site called Launch Your Church Online, launchyourchurch.online or launchyourchurch.com. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that heart is really, okay, taking it that one step further, getting intentional about um, launching a church online. And uh, hopefully by the time um, people are listening to this, I've actually finished it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Awesome. we'll definitely have that in the show notes yeah. uh, so people can connect with you easily. Steve Fogg, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, love, love you, man. Love having, your heart. Love hanging out with you guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to That Church Podcast with Justin Dean and Van Baird. Visit us at thatcc.com for additional resources for church communicators.